The following podcast is a production of Radio Felician, the voice of Felician University of New Jersey and the home of alternative rock done right. Available via iHeartRadio. Tune in, the Radio Felician app, and at RadioFelician.com. Radio Felician University. Hey, what is up, guys? It's the 90 Shades of Vibes. It's your girl, Moni. It's your boy, Ron. It's your girl, D. And it's nothing but nothing a vibe. Hey, guys, today um, we're doing things a little bit differently. Um, as you guys know, in this month, it is February. It is the, you know, the love month, the healing month. We are getting into love. I know some of you out there don't have Valentine's, so please go knock down all the Tully Bears at Walgreens and Mertes. Um <laughs> <laughs> So today's yeah. topic is, today we're going to talk about um, we're going to get really deep. I know a lot of people don't like to get deep and to talk about, you know, certain things and things that go on in our personal life. But I feel like we need to give this out because it's like a really good topic. So today we're going to talk about is healing an option or a choice? So the quote of the day is bad things do happen. How I respond to them defines my character and the quality of my life. I can choose to sit in sadness by the gravity of my loss, or I can choose to rise from the pain and treasure the most precious gift I have life itself. Walter Anderson. So Diavian and Haran, e- either one of you guys could go first. Can you tell me what you think that means to you? Um, I guess I'll go first. I don't know. I just like, it just is it's, it's like, we all go through stuff in life, but I like it's, it's just how you deal with the stuff you're going through and how you let it affect you that really defines your character and who you are as a person. That's what I got from that. Yeah. Okay. Um, the whole situation I really feel like it's needed to heal because it's like when you don't allow yourself to heal it causes more problems mentally because you're opening all these doors and you're not closing them behind, which leave all these questions and answers and concerns Mm -hmm. and problems and mental stuff because you're not allowing yourself to heal. And finally, like a situation, you need to be able to heal from it to move on. That goes relationship-wise. That goes within yourself. Like, um, people go through a lot of things like anxiety, depression. You can't allow yourself to overcome it and deal with, like, for prime example, like people try to hop in and out of relationships without fully healing. And I feel like healing is a part of mental because if you don't heal, like, your mental will be strong. No, that's real. I think so, too. I feel like healing is a process, and it's it doesn't happen overnight. That's where I feel like people get it, like, you know, messed up and confused at, because it's like, oh, well, I went through this, and I should have been healed months ago. It's not like an overnight thing. It's a process, and it's only you only heal if you're willing to accept that process. So um, with that being said, the first question is, what is something that you are healing from still to this day? I'm healing relationship-wise. Um, I'm a very, like, big heart person, very caring. And I've allowed things to take advantage of me, places, situations, take advantage. And I'm healing from the choices that I've made because I felt like, 
you know, sometimes love can, can blind you from seeing things for what it really is. So I feel like I just let, I let love take over and I didn't like think about my actions before I, I did those things. And then just like trauma, like certain situations I haven't allowed myself to help from. So it's just like, I'm still dealing with it. Like that's the problem with what I'm saying. Like I'm going through certain situations in the past that I didn't heal from that can reflect on my relationship or my life choices that I've made. Mm. That's right. I'm, I'm just, I'm healing from like family trauma and just like trauma within myself that like that just been there since I was a kid and you know I'm still slowly do- dealing with it I'm like even like this year I made like big changes in the way I move and in the way I handle like certain situations now and I love that for myself because it's taken so long for me to even acknowledge it you know I, I you know just kept going on and trying to push through without identifying what was wrong and trying to heal from it. But 2024 or 2024, I'm standing on business. I'm healing from just all the trauma in general, but specifically my family trauma because I just don't have to, I don't need to waste energy on anything that's not positive and just helpful. You know what I mean? Yeah, I definitely get Mm -hmm. it. I'm healing from family trauma too. Um, I feel like with me, like, I never really healed, like, just like you said, like, growing up, like, being mm-hmm. a kid, I never healed from it. Um, there's a lot of, like, deep family stuff I'm not healing from um, that I definitely do need to heal from because I'm one person who, like, I feel like you're told not to hold grudges, but I'm the type of person. It's not that I hold grudges. It's just like I can forgive you for myself, but I will never look at you the same. I can never be around you. I can never speak to you. Me, you can never sit in the same room together. It's just like I can't see you for who you are anymore. So it's like I just never healed from that. Um, but I hope that like this year I can actually take the time out and heal and like, you know, go see a therapist, go talk to um, somebody about like the things that I'm trying to heal from and get advice to get help because that is something I do want to do. Um, what is your healing process like? My healing process is more so like um, I like to take time out and whenever I feel like. I'm getting emotional. I like to write down how I feel. And um, sometimes, like, I do, like, video diaries, and I just talk in front of the camera. Like, I talk as if the person that has caused that trauma is sitting in front of me. And that's just a way of trying to express how I feel. In a sense, because sometimes I have a habit of not hoping up, but my healing process is really just trying to understand what the problem was and trying to do better from what I did before. You know, sometimes I like to listen to music as a healing process, take walks, you know, just give myself more of like just a mental break and try to focus on myself because that's something that I've always struggle with of just putting people first so my healing process is basically just 
doing whatever makes me happy and whenever I need time to really have my time, you know, it's always good to cry, you know, take a moment, you know, cry, write out how you feel. Um, those are like really my main healing points that I've used. Mm-hmm. I would say my um my the process like for me is honestly just accepting like what happened in the past because that's something that you can never change. It's just accepting that and like knowing that moving forward, I need to have a different mindset. So it's all about acquiring that mindset and applying it to my daily life. And one of the things like that I did was I was a people pleaser for a while. And that was, uh, I was, it was, it was affecting me mentally and physically. I was so drained. Um, so I just knew this there. I was going to live for myself and put myself first and just say, you know, about me, she's and me. That's true. It's all about the little steps. All about the little steps. That's really true. Um, I used to be a people pleaser too. Um, I used to try to put, I feel like I still, I feel like I still have my ways where I try to put so much before myself and I have to stop doing that because it even with me sometimes it even comes down to my relationship sometimes too where I feel like I put um, a lot before myself and that's not a, I mean that's a bad and a good thing because it shows that you care about others but it's also a bad thing because it's like when you're in that predicament it's the same people you put before yourself going to be there for you. So it's exactly. like you have to you have to stop doing that because I, I always say this to everybody every day, like it's every man for themselves. No matter what family you have around you, no matter what friends you have around you, when it all falls down, you're by yourself. It's every man for themselves. Right. So um, my healing process, I like to, with me in a sense, like I write in my journal. I write every day about like how my day goes or if something bothers me or if I feel like I'm angry and um most of the time also too i'll like listen to like calming music and just read like spirit i'm very spiritual so i'll read the bible or like i'll talk to god in a sense like that um my healing process is really like it's not simple but it's like simple enough for me to the sense that i can you know get what i need to get out talk about what i need to talk about um, I feel like everybody has their own healing process. Whatever helps you, helps you. Never let nobody tell you that, you know, you shouldn't be doing that or you should be doing this because you're your own person. Whatever helps you, helps you. Is your religious beliefs a part of um, how you heal? Yes. Uh, God. God is everything. You have to pray that things are going to get better because if you keep doubting yourself, like, you're never going to get in the car. So God is a main factor in my life. Um, I think, honestly, with me, no, I would say no. Just because I feel like when it comes to healing myself and things that's, like, internal, I feel like, that's something I feel like I want to learn. I want to do by myself because if I can't rel- if I if I can't rely on myself to heal myself, I'm always going to be trying to rely on something or someone else to, mm-hmm. and that's not cute. And I feel like that's not going to be helpful for myself. So I, I really just for me, I just I like to I like to do it myself so that I know how to avoid it happening again. I know how to control the situations better and like move about. That's true. Um, I feel like. 
like, okay, religion is a part of, like, my religious beliefs is a part of how I heal. But also, I feel like in the same way, like, I'm a very independent person, so I try to, like, use my own ways to heal also. I don't—I feel like being spiritual, like, being spiritual— at some, like, sometimes you have to learn how to not always call call on God for help. And I know that's probably, like, whoa, but it's, like, no, it's real because it's, like, God didn't put you on this earth just to always call on him every time something is going wrong. Yes, yes, he's there for you, but at the end of the day, you have to learn to get through stuff on your own. He's just, like, God is, like, a friend that when you get through it on your own, and he's seeing that you're doing it by yourself, that's when he step in. He doesn't step in just to keep helping you. He step in after you handle it. So I feel like you have to handle everything yourself before God can step in. So I'm learning that. I mean, I also feel like with, like, healing as well, um, like just how I said, you got to stop depending on other people to help you heal. You can't depend on other people to help you heal. I feel like that's what, like, an assisted generation does. They use, real, like, some people, like, I said this before, like, some people use um, relationships to help them heal. Like, some people will bounce around and talk to people to help fill the void when you're supposed to fill your own cup. So um, I feel like just take it day by day and also, like, heal at your, heal at your own pace. Like, you can fill away, but don't fill away for too long. This is the 90 Shades of Vibe podcast with Monty and the H-U-R-O and Haran. Yo. Radio Felician University. Did you forgive yourself for the actions you caused within your trauma? No. I feel like the only actions I caused was letting a lot of things get to me. Because I know who I am and I know what I do. And I hear a lot of people say, I allow a lot of my trauma to get to like certain situations in my my trauma, like, I could avoid it. But I let my actions and my heart speak and certain things that I have made said, like, I could have just walked away. But certain of my trauma, I feel like it wasn't my fault. So it's just like, it's a it's a, a yes and a no. But um, I'm just, I'm learning now. I feel like I caused some of my trauma I feel like I feel like not cause but like I feel like I play a part in some of my trauma because I tend to um I tend to keep trying with people like I tend to keep 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 trying like I don't, I'm the type of person I don't give up like I really don't give up when it comes to anything and even like if it's hurting me I still won't give up because I try to like I don't know what it is like I'm really just I always try to find the good in people and I like I'm learning that now like me being 19 I'm 19 years old and I'm learning now like I have to really stop doing that like it's not good for me to do I gotta stop always trying to find the good in people because it's like when people show you who they are please believe them like please believe them because it's like it's so messed up that I tear my own self down trying to build others up and I need to stop doing that like I have really got to a point where I'm like really tired of um trying to like help other people build themselves back up when I'm not even fully like Monty's like so it's like I have to stop doing that um so in a sense I feel like I caused I feel like I played a big part in some of my trauma um which will never happen again um but I did play a part in some of my trauma and I have took 
like my own responsibility for that and self-awareness for that. And now that I know that, it's just in a sense of I will never play a part in my own trauma ever again. And I will not go through the stages of not being healed and just like being broken because you have to know yourself and you have to know yourself enough to know that when something isn't right, stay away from it. What is a generational curse you want to break within your family? Um, I think, ooh, I just feel like one thing I'm going to, uh, one generation trauma that I'm going to break, it's just like, it's trust. My family biggest, they just lie a lot. My family lies a lot. They all are a bunch of liars. Don't believe that any people tell you because they're liars. They exaggerate the truth. So I just I just I just know for a fact with my kids, I'm my kids will have that the 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 bond with me to know that I'm going to not judge them for anything they do or want to say or any experiences they have. And I'm going to be there for them a thousand percent all of the way, no matter what. You know what? Let's not get into it, but that's how I'm gonna change. <clears throat> for me, I really feel is it, like I have like three things. One is jumping to conclusions. Two is feeling like I'm because you're my parent. I'm obligated to do everything under the sun for you. And and then it's like I get that you're my parent. And then it's the whole like like when they try to throw stuff in your face. Mm. Like that's not their job. Like Amen. and then they get mad when you be like, oh, I never asked to be here. Right. So I'm elaborating that. So with the dumb conclusions, like prime example, every time my mom talked, she just always jumped to, you have attitudes. Why do I always have to add, have an attitude when I'm talking to you? Oh, your tone of voice. Um, you have known me, what, 23 that walked this earth, and you're not used to the tone of my voice. But when they have an attitude, or when they do something, and then you clock mm-hmm. in, it's a, it's a whole different story. Then it's it, it just like, and then, like, they don't take responsibility when they're wrong. They don't. Parents never like to be wrong. They always want to be like, you know what, you're right. I was also how I came. They, they like, I, my mom has never apologized. Because oh, she's girl, like, they allergic mother. to apologies. Like, they never, this is like, I'm your mother, okay? And mothers can still be wrong, too. That's that's the thing that I want to break. I want everybody to take responsibility for when they're wrong. Mm-hmm. And just stop jumping, and just stop jumping, and jumping to the conclusion. And the trust is crazy, because it's like, Y'all don't really be having no valid reason not to trust me. Y'all just don't trust me for the sake of it. And it just doesn't make any sense at all. And then it's like the obligations of me having to do everything for you. It's like, and then they, oh, wait one more. When they expect you, oh my God, you know how parents be like, because, yo, because this is a crazy topic. I'm about to, I'm about to end it. Like, mom, I, I want to do art and whatever I want to do. But if it's not what they want, they won't support you. Like, Mm-hmm. It's not my fault that you wanted to rip them on the street and didn't want to get a career. I, I'm, mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry that, that you know, you had me and you wanted your own career. Now I have to follow a dream that you did. Maybe if you didn't have me, you could follow your dream. You know what? You know what? That's, that's all. I want to say a generational curse that I want to break is, like, absence. And mm-hmm. what I mean by absence yeah. yes. is um, mm-hmm. I want my kids to grow up in a two-parent household. Like, me growing up, my mom died when I was little. She died when I was three. Um, I didn't have my dad around at all, so he didn't even come around until, like, I turned 18. So, like, being absent is one of mine because I feel like me growing up without, like, 
my mom and my father, like me being adopted, um, that really has changed, like really have changed the way I look at people and the way I think. Like, yes, my dad is in my life now, but that doesn't mean that I like, I still don't feel like he's absent still. I feel like, I feel like I'm grown now. So it's like, I'm grown now. It's like, yes, dad, you're here. And I'm very thankful for that. But it's in a way where it's like, I wish you were there when I was younger, that's when I needed you the most. Like, you didn't get to see me walk walk the grass. You didn't get to see me get sent off to prom. You didn't get to see me get sent off to my last first day of high school. You didn't really get to see a lot of the stuff that has happened. So I really still, like, I'm healed from that. And it's like, I still feel away because it's like my whole childhood is like, other people can sit down and talk to me about, oh, well, my mom did this for me when I was a kid and my dad did this for me as a kid. And it's like, dang, like I didn't have that. So it's like, I really want my kids to grow up in a two-parent household. Like, I really want my kids to have their mother, their father. I want my kids, like, I want both of us to be able to teach teach my son or daughter how to ride a bike. Like, And also, I feel like um, not having parents in your life also plays a really big part in your love life as well. Because a father is a father, like a daughter. A daughter's first love is her father. So if she doesn't have her father in her life, she's, she's not going to know how a man is supposed to love her correctly. So that's why a lot of women out here, they go and they they seek attention they they want like they want men that's like attention seekers or they want men who want something from them when all actuality a man isn't really supposed to want nothing from you but time attention and love like that's supposed to be love like everybody just wants to date for I feel like everybody just wants to date now for like money nowadays like everybody just wants someone that can buy them a Louis Vuitton bag or buy them a Mary's when all actuality, all that stuff doesn't mean anything if the actions behind it and how that person makes you feel isn't measuring up to how much stuff they're buying you. So I feel like, yeah, like me not having both of my parents, like the absence is is something I really do need to break. We all had our father's absence out of our life. Like, you're not the only one, I definitely understand where you're coming from because we all look for that that love that's missing in our life but it's only because we seek that through our parents and then it's just guidance like life period like a lot of stuff we have to learn on our own because our parents wasn't there to teach us exactly and I feel like I feel like that's why like I love the way I do um I'm gonna keep it completely real like on this podcast like me not having my father growing up I feel like that's why I feel like I don't really know how to like I really don't know how a man is really supposed to love me correctly and I could be honest like yeah I'm old enough to know but it's like do do I really know like I'm not, I really don't know how a man is supposed to love me. Like, yes, like, in a sense of, okay, like, I might be dealing with somebody now. But it's not that I'm not saying that I don't feel loved or anything like that. Don't get my words confused or mixed up. I'm just saying I don't know how a man is supposed to love me for real. Like, I don't know how that is supposed to happen because I didn't grow up with my dad taking me out for ice cream or my dad buying me roses or my dad being there at every cheer competition I had or I didn't have a male support system so it's like now like I even have issues within I don't have issues but like I have issues within myself 
when I have an issue where it's like when I need help with something and I'm scared to ask my partner for help because I'm so independent and that's the only reason why I'm like that is because I didn't have a dad. So it's like me growing up without a dad has taught me not to really depend on a man for anything. So now it's like when when my significant other does want to help me with stuff and everything else, it's like I don't accept the help because it's like I'm so scared of like I'm scared of help. Like I really am scared to help. Like I like to do everything by myself and I'm scared to help because I really don't want you to help me. And then it's like you throw it back in my face. Not saying that in a sense of that person will, but it's like me not having that male like support system growing up, I don't know how any shape or any way in any way that's gonna work for me. So it's like I'm learning how to not be so independent. I have to learn how to not be so stubborn. What are the five childhood tra- what are what are five childhood traumas? That I've been through. Um that you you could say that you've been through or um like list five five childhood traumas that you know of. Um, abandonment issue, like like abandonment is another childhood trauma of mine. Childhood trauma, like diapers, was another one. I had diapers on like a lot of my years, even high school. I still out do you think that I did too. In high school, high school was definitely that because I had a lot of chaos at home. And you could see it through the appearance of how I carried myself in school. Another thing, childhood trauma was bullied. Fourth grade, I was stabbed. Taken out of like four or five high, uh, four or five schools because I was being bullied. They cut my hair. They told me I didn't belong here. So another childhood trauma is I would say I was just yeah like abandonment bullying i ran away from home a couple times um i just feel like me just adapt my area like me where i grew up really really wasn't a childhood trauma for me but the surroundings of what i've been through like school-wise everything it, it plays one whole big part like even before I was born it was childhood trauma because I'm going through childhood trauma my mother was carrying me in her stomach like it started from then so it was just me being born was just a childhood trauma off the rip so it was just like I technically wasn't supposed to be here she was happy to have me but it was with the wrong person all of that played a big like part of my childhood just in my sexuality sexuality definitely um i'm probably gonna say like, similar things because i mean bullying sexuality family kind of in the same way like abandonment like and i really i really do struggle that's why i, I think my biggest one like that combines all of them is just trust i just feel like i really struggle trusting people so when people break my trust it, it really bothers me you know, I just get can't deal with that kind of stuff. It, it hurts. You know, I feel like I can't deal with people who I feel uncertain about. If I need, if I need to call on you one day, you be there to pick up the phone. Period. Um, mine are similar too. I just want to add on another one. I don't know if this is like a trauma of mine. I feel like I don't know. It can be one. I would say growing. I would say insecure. Only because, like, other people would try to compare me to my sisters. I would get called names, get called different things because I was darker than my uh, middle sister. My middle sister, she's uh, she's lighter than me. Like, she's light-skinned. Um, 
Her hair is really long. She's really pretty. So like I would get, um, mind you, we all have we all have different dads. So I would get told like, oh, why don't you like your sister? And why are you so dark? And people would really come for me because of like my skin color, because I didn't look like somebody else. But I was very insecure for a while. I think that's why like I really don't. That's another reason why I really don't like I post on social media. Like I post my face. Yeah, I'm cute. Da da da. But like deep. Down inside, um, I still have not healed from, like, that trauma a little bit because it's, like, being compared to other people does hurt. Like, that hurts because it's just, like, wow, like, we really grew up in a world where I have to have a BBL to feel good about myself or I have to have lipo to feel good about myself. And it's not even that. Like, these women nowadays, they need to learn that lipo and BBL is just messing up your body and it's not... It's not doing you any justice because there's there have been people who died on the table trying to get plastic surgery because they want to look like an Instagram model or they want to make money off of Instagram. It's not not saying that it's bad to go get a BBL, but if you're going to get your body done, at least get your natural body to a state where you can survive surgery, like work out, eat the right things, do everything. Make sure your natural body is cool and make sure you're health is fine before you lay on the table and try to do anything to your body but I feel like um yeah insecurity is one of mine I'm not as insecure now because like what whatever but I'm not as insecure insecure now but I still have my moments where it's like I don't want to wear this because I feel like somebody's gonna say something or I don't want to wear this because of this and that really has been a trauma for me next question is okay so it's basically the question of the actual day um is healing an option or a choice it's uh, i would say it's more of i feel like you have no choice but to heal honest to god you're gonna sit here and tell me that you're gonna go through you're gonna go through all this stuff and don't allow yourself to heal like everybody like even with health bonds you need to be able to do certain things like surgery um, I need to heal and do these things just so I can be out, be, go back and do my normal everyday thing. Like healing is a cycle of life, period. I need to do this to be there. Like I need to heal from this trauma to do this. Like it, 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 it's so much deeper. Like you have the mind has to heal to overcome. Like you can't just go out and think, you can battle all these problems without healing because you would literally lose yourself as a person. People are out here losing themselves now because they're just jumping into stuff without allowing themselves to heal from those, those innate. When you don't heal, they can really mess up everything you have in the future. Like, like, for example, like, we're all healing from our personal traumas and day-to-day life that it messes up what we have to do as far as the podcast. Yes, I'm going to clock it. We are going through our own problems and those things are going to mess up, you know, your entrepreneurship or podcast or day-to-day life or even people who got kids, like they're going through so much trauma that they don't even give their kids the, the kind of attention they need, like, Women out here, they be so much trauma that they are, they'll get rid of the kids, adopt them, and send them away because they just can't face dealing with a kid because they're dealing with trauma. Trauma needs to heal because if you don't, you will lose everything. That's real. I think um, I probably would say that I think it's, I think it's a choice because 
I feel like a lot of people choose not to and they choose to stay in the position that's toxic, whether it's like relationships, friendships, family ships, places, jobs, areas, anything like that. A lot of people choose to stay. And I think it's hard for people to choose to leave and better themselves physically or mentally. So I think I think I really do think it's a choice because I feel like a lot of people choose not to, then rather choose to. Um, healing is a choice. Just to back off of like what um Ron said, people do choose not to heal. People choose to just stand and sit in the same place that they are sitting in now. Um, I feel like you definitely you definitely have to take time out and heal and um get yourself together and not look for not let in a sense of don't look for love to heal. Don't drink to heal. Don't smoke to heal. Um not saying in a sense of smoking and drinking is bad. I mean, in a technical sense it is, but hey, whatever floats your boat. But um in a sense of don't use substances to heal either. Because that could go down a very crazy path that you and your family will have to overcome. But with that being said, um, healing is definitely a choice. Um, Always choose to put yourself first. Always choose to um, heal from things that are breaking you from your childhood. Please try to mend those bonds that you are healed that you are healing from, even if somebody doesn't want to hear you out, just try to mend yourself, mend those bonds, mend those friendships. Or if you and your partner are going through something within your relationship, please sit down and talk about it because healing is a really good thing. And everybody just needs to have their head on straight. And that goes for everybody, not just us. But we are talking to you guys on this podcast today just to tell you, like, really put yourself first. Put the people who care about you first. Now, that's different. If Put the people who care about you first. If people are putting you first, you put them first. But um, definitely put yourself first and definitely fight for your spot in this world because everybody's fighting for theirs. And definitely, you know, just be you, conquer the world, and... To stay blessed and stay humbled. With that being said, it's your girl, Moni. It's And y'all just have to remember that it's nothing but a vibe. Remember two ways to listen. Check out all Radio Felician podcasts via Spotify. Just search Radio Felician University or just go to RadioFelician.com. Follow Felician Radio on Instagram at Radio underscore Felician. And follow us on our social medias, TikTok, Instagram, at the 90 Shades of Our Podcast. And follow our main socials at, you know, I'll break it wrong. At Money the Scientist. And just remember, it's nothing, nothing but, but a vibe. vibe. This podcast has been a production of Radio Felician, the voice of the Franciscan University of New Jersey. The views expressed are solely those of the hosts and guests and are not official statements of Felician University. Visit Radio Felician on the web anytime at RadioFelician.com. Want to send an email? Reach out at radiostation at Felician.edu. Radio Felician, the Falcon.